If human slavery is your game, maybe you better head to Libya this week. Following the downfall of Muammar Gaddafi and the assassination of the U.S. ambassador in 2012, Libya has become a chaotic center of the human trade. Money for freedom on barely seaworthy boats taking refugees to Europe. This week, the death at sea of hundreds of migrants in the Mediterranean put added pressure on European leaders to find a solution to the crisis. Saving lives is not only about rescuing uh, people at, at sea. It is also about uh, fighting uh, smugglers and preventing illegal migration flows. That's European Council President Donald Tusk speaking to reporters on Thursday. But the bird's eye view of diplomats does not adequately convey what Libya has now become. With footage from the Libyan Coast Guard, our friends at Vice News documented this trafficking and detention process in migrant prisons of Libya, Europe or die. Melen Larson is a Vice News correspondent who joins me now. Welcome, Melen. Thank you. So what do you see in the faces of people who are coming from this chaotic zone where trafficking is, is, a, is an active business? When you're in um, Sicily, when a boat has just landed with people who have been rescued on these unseaworthy, overpacked boat crossing the deadly sea, if you look at people's eyes, you know, of course, they've been rescued. There's a sense of relief. But there's just so much sadness. You can see that they've been through hell. And Hassan, who's a Syrian migrant, who took this entire road, who spent $7,000, um, made it to Milan. Let's, let's hear his voice, and I'll translate for you. He's telling a story uh, that it sounds anything but relief. He's saying if you don't die in the desert, you'll die in prison in Libya. If you don't die in a Libyan prison, you'll find death at sea. I've tried this road, but I don't advise it to do it. Don't even think about it, Hassan says. So is he typical of, of the kind of fear that's in people's eyes as they arrive in these places of sanctuary? They go through terrible things trying to reach Europe because there are no legal ways to get to Europe. You have to actually be on European soil in order to seek asylum. That means that people like Hassan are forced to essentially throw themselves in the hands of people smugglers, criminals, uh, to make this journey. And there is absolutely nothing to guarantee their safety. And particularly people who take the route through Libya, usually many of them go from Sudan into Libya. And it's sort of chain of traffickers who operate and take them to different places. And it depends on what nationality you are, where you're from, the prices vary, the treatment varies. You throw yourself into this spiral of horror. Well, the presence of foreign nationals on the street alerts everybody in Libya to try to take advantage. And so you've got people coming from an outlaw situation in places like Eritrea or a war zone situation like in in Syria to a then chaotic situation in Libya. You spoke with, uh, in the documentary, uh, folks from UNHCR who say that people are ill-treated, there's no medical assistance, people are detained for months or even a year. You, you may get rearrested in, uh, in uh, Libya. Uh, and and it, it all sort of speaks, and we can step back for a moment, to the lack of any coherent European policy for dealing with this. We're talking with uh, Malen Larson, who's a Vice News correspondent, what what are the European governments going to be able to do here? 
Well, <laughs> that is what they're all <laughs> pulling their hair out to try to figure out. I mean, most of the accidents and deaths happen off the coast of Libya. So that means that even if the EU now boosts their own border security, which is the main priority of Europe, it won't necessarily mean that more lives are going to be saved. So we're going to see a summer of death. The UN sent out a press release the other day saying that they have 10 spiraling conflicts in the world where there is usually they only have to deal with one. Libya is just one of the many seemingly unsolvable situations that are deteriorating. Of course, if you're going to tackle this, you're going to have to look at tackling the reasons why people are leaving, which are conflicts that are unsolvable. You need to tackle people smuggling networks. But as long as you still have these conflicts and people have to leave, people are willing to risk their lives just for the chance to to find safety, to find a place to live where they can actually build a life for themselves and for their families until you make that feasible in the countries of origin or transit they're going to try to get to Europe. So it's it's a very, very complex issue to solve. And the biggest, most important, most urgent thing that the EU needs to tackle is the drownings, the many, many lives lost at sea. By this time last year in 2014, 56 people had died. Now, this year, we have 1,800 wow. people. Those are horrifying numbers. That needs to be addressed Milan, the Vice News uh, mission here is to really bring the human story um, to people who are hearing these numbers that you're describing. Do you think you've succeeded here? And personally, how has this uh, uh, affected you seeing just uh, the, the turmoil on both sides of the Mediterranean? I mean, when I started reporting on this, you know, you hear these stories on the news and until you see the reality of it, until until you meet the people going through it, you don't get how inhumane, how urgent and how big this problem is. It's, to me, one of the biggest tragedies of modern history when you have 50 million people who are uh, displaced around the world. Millions of people are waiting to try to get to Europe and it's a desperate situation and they're willing to risk their lives. To me, personally, re- reporting on on this, you'd think who would be crazy enough to go on these boats and put their kids on these boats when it's so dangerous? And they are fully aware of this. They say, I am saving up to take the death boat to Europe. And you ask them, but Why? Why would you do that when you know that you could die? And the answer I've gotten in so many situations has been something along the lines of, well, if I stay here, I'm dead anyway. Or if I stay here, I die a little bit every day. If we go to Europe, we have a chance. Melen Larson, thanks so much. Thank you. Melen Larson is a Vice News correspondent who narrated the Migrant Prisons of Libya episode of the Vice News series, Europe or Die. To see the full episode, visit thetakeaway.org. I'm David Remnick, host of the New Yorker Radio Hour. There's nothing like finding a story you can really sink into that lets you tune out the noise and focus on what matters. In print or here on the podcast, The New Yorker brings you thoughtfulness and depth and even humor that you can't find anywhere else. 
So please join me every week for the New Yorker Radio Hour, wherever you listen to podcasts.